Welcome to the Limitless Millennials podcast with your host, Hannah Morth. In each episode, we'll bring you stories of inspiration and risk-taking, extraordinary entrepreneurial journeys, often with a dash of spiritual goodness, and tangible action steps to show you how you can create your limitless life. Now, here's your host, Hannah Morth, personal business coach, public speaker, and author. Hello, everybody. My name is Hannah Morth, and I'm here with Alex Morton. Alex lives and works in France, but is originally from Southern California. She works remotely for a travel company while also building out her web design business, Alex Morton Creative, on the side. Croatia, Italy, and Costa Rica are just a few of the places she's been able to travel to and work in this year. Hey, Alex, how are you doing today? Hi, Hannah. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. It's going to be a great conversation. I'm really excited for it. Yes. Awesome. Well, how about we just jump right into it? We only have a little bit of time and I think everybody would really love to hear your story. Okay, great. So yes, um, at the moment I am back home in Southern California where I'm from, but I do original or I do live in Toulouse, France, and I've been living in France for the past three years. Um, I guess it's kind of always been a dream of mine to live in France. I don't know when it started. Um, I think maybe when I started studying French in, in middle school and high school. And um, I, I did that throughout, throughout school. And then in college, I studied abroad in, in Paris. And um, shortly after graduating from UC Berkeley, I took up a position as an au pair with a family in Toulouse, France, which is in Southwest France. And, um, and I did that for about only a couple of months, maybe three months, because I didn't have a visa. And I just fell in love with the city, with the life, the French lifestyle. Um, and I knew I wanted to come back. So I applied for this teaching program. It's called um, Teaching Assistant Program in France, TAPIF. And um, it essentially just puts teachers of, you know, native foreign languages like English or Spanish or Italian into French public schools to help give the students a, like, I guess, a native look at how, you know, the language they're learning, someone from the country about which they're learning. And um, I did that for two years. And it was great because before I was thinking maybe I wanted to be a teacher, maybe I wanted to go down the education route. But um, I realized that I really don't like teaching, uh, just in terms of the fact that I'm much more of a kind of work behind the scenes on my own thing or work on an interesting project without having to kind of, to be in the spotlight, which teaching very much is. Um, and so after the second year, I would, well, actually, it's been about a year since I've had my website design business, Alex Morton Creative, and I just started that in France um, after, gosh, what did I, I, I love building websites, um, and it, I didn't realize that I could, I could turn it into a business, into a kind of like a side business, until, um, about a year and a half ago, maybe I was helping my grandfather with his, uh, his he's a real estate broker and he just needed a, a website to kind of share with his clients and 
and that kind of thing. And then he, he was like, you know, you could really like, you could market this and, and, and build websites for people. And I kind of, I kind of took that and ran with it. Um, and so I guess, I think it was October of last year. I just started, like I built a website for myself um, and my services. And then I kind of used this whole last year as a way to grow my business mindset and and do all the business reading that I could I mean there's still like so much to do and there's always so much to do but um to kind of push my boundaries in that sense and um and then when my teaching contract ended in April the the school year for teaching assistants goes from October to April uh I I I came across this remote job that I'm really, really obsessed with. And um, because I knew I wanted to stay in France, but I knew I didn't want to teach. And I think it's very limited for American expats who want to stay in France um, because that's really the only option is teaching English, tutoring, uh, and that kind of thing. And then I came across this job. I'd been applying for a few remote jobs at the time. and it's with this company called Scott's Cheap Flights, and it's an email newsletter. People who know about it are will know about it and are obsessed with it. And then <laughs> whenever whenever people don't, I love like being able to tell them about it. But it's an email newsletter that essentially we have flight teams all across the world searching like high and low for super crazy cheap fares, um, mistake fares, and uh, yeah, I just I. I interviewed with them and and the whole process was amazing because it felt like I didn't have to be like someone I wasn't because they had looked at my past stuff with my website design websites I had designed um, and, and like video stuff I had done. And um, they were kind of like, we love that. Like we're a startup. We're looking for people who are kind of out of the box and do different things like that. And then, I got that job and I've been there for six months and I love having, I used to be all about the, um, you know, I want to just be an entrepreneur. I don't, I want that to be my, like, I want website design to be my only income. But then I realized that when I'm kind of back against the wall like that, I'm a little bit less creative. And so I love having this, you know, day job that I get to work from home or wherever in the world, which is my dream. Mm-hmm. And then get to, get to, you know, decide who I want to work with uh, on the freelance side and decide like, okay, if this, if this client I'm talking to, maybe, maybe they sound like not a great fit, but then if I, if I were just depending on this as my one livelihood, I would probably have to just take them because, <clears throat> because that's the only option. So long story long (laughs) that is my story and um yeah it's great (laughs) awesome yeah so I think what's really cool about your story Alex is that one you get to do what so many people dream of doing which is living in another country I mean especially Americans you know a lot of us are just you know we get out of college or even high school and we want to experience the world, but we don't know how to do that or we can't afford it. And I think what's really cool is that you got creative and found a way to live in another country that you had dreamt of always living in. Yeah. And it it definitely like it, it, it 
was and is a process. Like there's always something, you know, that like always something administrative or always something that sits you back. Like Hannah, I was just telling you, I am back in California now just because my visa ran up, ran out. And so that means essentially means I have to be out of Europe for three months, which I roll with it because I think about it as like, yeah, that's awesome. I get to see my family. I just got back from three weeks in Costa Rica. Um, but it does, it, it kind of shakes things up a little bit. But I think in that, in, in that case, you really have to be able to be like, okay, you know, my life isn't going to be just a, we're settled one and done, like, at least at this point. Um, but yeah, there's lots of obstacles because yeah, and in Toulouse, France, I, I, li- I have an apartment with my boyfriend. And I never thought we would have to be doing like long distance for, for like a few months. Um, but, uh, but that's just the way it is. And, and I love it. I love the, I love the, I don't want to say uncertainty, but I, I think it really does keep you on your toes. <laughs> so that is the unknown. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think that you have like the ultimate entrepreneurial mindset because you do roll so well with the punches, like, mm-hmm. you know, other people who, you know, not, I don't want to say got kicked out of France, but you kind of got kicked out of France or the <laughs> Schengen zone for three months. And, you know, like it uproots your life, right? Um, yeah. Not everybody can roll so easily with that punch. And right. I think that that is very indicative of entrepreneurship in general, as you know, stuff is always being thrown our way. And we just have to get creative and we just have to figure out ways to, to move past it or to basically take that and run with it. Totally. Totally. And, and the thing about that too, is that you, in everything I've learned that you need to, you need to think about it in terms of the long run, in terms of the big picture, because like, um, in business, like if, if you, if you're building out your business and whatnot, you're not going to, you're not going to get traction for a while. And I think a lot of people go into it. Uh, it's really exciting. It's really flashy. We have so many examples of, you know, well, not examples, but just it, of, um, of conceptions of people as these overnight successes when they've worked like seven to 10 years behind the scenes, building their, whatever they're famous for them, but then they're just kind of coming into the public spotlight as like, oh, look at this new person. And then it, and so I think that kind of gives off the impression that, okay, you know, I can, I can get this going in like a month. And it's like, no, I mean, you got it. If you're really wanting to do what you're wanting to do, you need to be in it for the long haul. And, um, you can't, you can't just be, um, set back by little like temporary things. And that's the same as my, uh, my life in France. Like I was talking with my boyfriend who's French, he's in France and, and you know, he's really bummed out about the having to be separated. But I'm like, you know, if, the, if we're looking at the big picture, if we're looking at the long run, um, this is only going to be like a minor, a minor obstacle when we look back. So we have to keep thinking, you know, in terms of that big picture, which I'm a, a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think <laughs> that is much hard. That is, much easier said than done for a lot of people being able to look at the big picture as you're doing these day-to-day tasks. Um, You know, when you are an entrepreneur and you're doing all these little things and like, you know, it adds up, but sometimes they get really like mundane. Yeah. And you have to look at the big picture and be like, okay, when I do all these things consistently and repeatedly, it is going to add up. 
Yeah. Um, I really like your comment about the overnight success because mm-hmm. I think that that happens with so many people where it's, and it happened with myself as well, mm-hmm. where we work so hard behind the scenes and we're doing all these things. We work for months and even years and nobody really knows what we're doing. And then it finally starts working out and you start, you know, really seeing the success that you've been working towards. And people yeah. are like, Oh wow, that happened so quickly. And you're like, I've been working on this for two years. Like, <laughs> was that really you're that like, quick? Yeah. You're like, I don't know, like quickly. I don't know if I would say that, but <laughs> glad you yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's also cool is how you are just willing to do whatever it takes. I think that a lot of entrepreneurs when they're starting out, they're so resistant against, um, you know, maybe getting another job or a side hustle to, to help wait until they do get that traction to help get them through that time until right. they start, you know, really making the money that they're looking to make. But in reality, sometimes that's really just what it takes and yeah. looking at it as like, this is a big picture thing. And I just need to get through maybe these first couple years that are going to be a little tight. Um, and maybe where I have to take on a little bit more work, a little bit more side work. Um, and work on that until I get to the point where I don't need it anymore. And I think that's yeah. just, sometimes you do need to be a real, realistic, um, about things. Yeah, definitely. And, and I, I, I love working. Um, and so I've always, whenever, and I think that comes back to like, I've never really had a, a stable, like typical job out of college, whatnot. I worked as an au pair. I worked as an English teacher in France, which isn't, is by no means like a real teacher. But, um, and I think whenever I, I'd be back home or I'd be somewhere where I, I didn't have a, at least a little bit of income, I'd always scrape together something. Like I'd always reach out to past people I babysat for and kind of, I'm like, Hey, like I'm around. I need, like, if you're, I kind of like make it, um, uh, enticing for them to go out or for them to offer me a job. <laughs> I don't know how it worked out or I'd come back and like kind of just talk to people and be like, Hey, I'm here. I'm looking for a job. And like people would just set me up with things that like, Oh, I, you know, I know this woman looking for something or, um, like I know, like whether it's a restaurant job temporarily or, um, I'm not, I'm definitely not afraid to, to work and to like, and to put myself out there. Um, and I, I think you're right, Hannah. I think that a lot of people are like, ah, no, I mean, that's not really like what, you know, where I'm supposed to be in my life or, um, like, you know, I'm, people are our age are like, yeah, I feel like we need to just be, or like, for example, I have a friend, I have my two best friends from home and one of them, um, they, they both have great careers and, um, one of them has a lot of student loans and so she'll take on like babysitting whenever she can because one, it's easy money. And two, like, she's like, if any, any little spending money I can get that just lets me, you know, pay more toward my student mm-hmm. loans and whatnot. And then my other friend's kind of like, well, at what age do we stop babysitting? And it's like, I don't know. As long as you're getting jobs, why not? <laughs> yeah. So, you got to do yeah. whatever you have to do to yeah. make it through. And if that's, you know, if you want to pay those off quicker, then maybe you have to work towards it a little bit. Totally. So yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of, yeah, taking on the side hustle, the side job to, to get where you need to go. Um, You're also very resourceful. So like you aren't, you aren't afraid to reach out to the resources you already have, the people you already know to, to see what they have for you. And oh yeah. A lot of people don't want to do that because they don't want to put themselves out there and they don't want to 
come off as maybe like vulnerable or like needing something from somebody, but right. utilizing those resources you already have are, is just a really great move. Yeah. And, and everything. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, the other thing I noted about your story was that you took something that you love to do, which is building websites and you turned it into a business, which is like something I talk about all the time is finding out the skills, the knowledge, the passions that you already have and turning it into a business because there are other people out there who don't like building websites, right? Or they don't know how and they're not willing to, to figure out how. And so you took that and ran with it. And I think that that is really um, something that our audience is going like should take note of because yeah if you are out there listening to this and you don't have a business already and you're looking to build one, start looking at the knowledge and the skills and the passions that you already have and see what people are looking for out in the world and see what, what need there is that you can fill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And definitely. And I think sometimes it can take like a little bit of outside because I didn't realize that I could turn it into a business until my grandfather was like, dude, you could do this. And, um, and sometimes, uh, oh gosh, I lost what I was going to say. Sometimes you don't really, uh, no, you need, what you need to do is you need to look at those things that you do that you can just lose your like hours of your time because you're so engrossed in it. And that is what's going to give you a hint into like what you, you might be able to do for yourself or like the business you might be able to build around that because that's, what's going to, in the end, it's countless hours every day working. And so you want to do something that makes the time just fly by instead of something that you're like, Oh yeah, I think this could make me money, but I hate doing it. Like I feel so drained doing it because that's not sustainable. That is such a good point. Somebody said to me recently, or I don't know, I think I was listening to another podcast or somebody talking on Facebook live or something. And and they said, find the thing that keeps you up at 2 AM because you're so excited to get to work on it again. Totally. And, and we, all, like, wow. we all have those. Yeah. We all have little phases of those. Like I remember, I think I was telling you about this the last time we talked, but um, I built this website for teaching assistants in France called so you think you can France.com. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a, it wasn't an income generating thing by any means. Maybe I had like visions of that for the future, but um I would just be building that. It was like uh, resources and city guides for teachers in France and stuff, like because people didn't really have that when we came and, and taught in France. And I would be like any spare hour I could, I would just be like working on that. And it seemed like those hours were just like, it, it wasn't even work. It was just because I wanted to. I was, you, you kind of become obsessed with it. Um, and, 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 you know, if it's making you money, all the better, because that's where you're spending all your time. So, but then that's not to say that, like, you know, as we were saying, all of the mundane tasks, like, you know, keeping up with your email list or your, you know, blogging consistently, that, that's not something that's necessarily like, oh, you know, so engrossing, but it's necessary. But if you can, if you can have those moments where you're really into it, or you're really, um, kind of vibing creatively, then that's all the better. I totally agree. Yeah. It's, I think it's important to get paid for doing what you love. Yeah. Because it's going to make it less of a job. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Awesome. 
Well, are you ready for the Limitless Lightning Round? Yes. Love the name. (laughs) Okay, yes, I'm ready. A little nervous, but ready. Oh, don't be nervous. It's going to be super easy. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so I have five questions for you. The first is, what is your best piece of advice for entrepreneurs who are just getting started in their businesses? Um, so I really believe in the power of investing in yourself. So, um, and which is, which is something that I guess this is, should be more lightning, but which is something that we're very reluctant to do when we're bootstrapping it at the very, very beginning. But I really think that as you can, as soon as you can start investing in yourself, rather, whether that's like a, a, a course that you want to take or um, like a conference you want to go to, mm-hmm. you'll be able to make those connections so much faster. And those connections can turn into clients or they can um, lead you to other clients. Um, pe- just being resources in business. So for example, this past year, I, 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 I enrolled in Marie Forleo's B school and I found like quite a few clients from there. Um, as well as I, I, there was this copywriter that I love and she was hosting this, uh, this writing workshop in Italy. And so I was like, I need to do it. I need to go. And then, yeah. And then I met so many awesome female entrepreneurs who are just killing it and I yeah so as soon as you can start investing in yourself I you you have to do it so take that side job save the money and invest in yourself and your business yeah do it do what you have to do do what it takes yes yes and I also think that a lot of people especially with online businesses have this idea that you don't need to spend a lot of money on it Mm. and while, while in some cases you don't it is still a business. Yeah. And you know, in order to start a brick and mortar in a brick and mortar, I can't say mortar. <laughs> a brick and mortar <laughs> business, you're going to need to put down quite a bit of money, right? So why yep. should an online business be too much different? Totally. Um, and I think a lot of people lose sight of that that you do really need to invest in yourself and invest in your personal development and in your business. Um, even in outsourcing at some point, mm-hmm. that's really going to make a difference in your, in the success of your business. Definitely. All right. Number two, what is your favorite personal development book or other resource that you recommend to others? Um, you are a badass by Jen Sincero. Oh, I love that one. Sincero. Yes. It's so good. I could read it all the time. Uh, and the second one too, you're about us at making money. I haven't read that one yet, but it's on my list. I have like 50 books to read on my list. Yes. Oh, I, I really, I could read it every day. Um, yeah. Every time I do, I, I always like highlight different things in it. Um, yeah, it's good. It, it's kind of dangerous though, because it'll make you like <laughs> really uh, to the point of investing in yourself. You'll be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then like when I was reading it, I invested in this business coach and I was like, and it, it kind of didn't end up being great. And so I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have like <laughs> fully, fully gone crazy with that book, but it's really inspiring. <laughs> it out a little bit first. <laughs> yes. Lesson learned, lesson learned. But um, I highly recommend it to anyone. Yes, I absolutely agree. I actually took, there's one lesson that she talks about in there. Um, Cause she talks a lot about the law of attraction for anybody who hasn't yeah. read that book yet. Um, and when you are looking to, to like park your car somewhere, like let's say you're going to the grocery store and you want one of the front spots at the grocery store, 
and you like picture yourself driving before you're even driving. So you picture yourself driving to the grocery store, pulling into the parking lot and seeing that open front spot and pulling right into it with ease. And there's like, you start doing that when you're actually driving and looking to go to the grocery store or wherever it is. And it actually happens. And I took that to heart and I can contest that it absolutely happens. Like it's, it's crazy. Oh yeah. Power of visualization. Yeah. It's very, very, um, very powerful. I agree. All right. Number three, what habits have you developed along your journey that have led to your success? Um, meditation actually, um, or having a great morning routine. I have to admit, I haven't been doing very well back home in California, but when I'm in France and like my regular life and, um, kind of routine, I am a big fan of just having your own morning routine. So mine is like, um, getting a cup of coffee and sitting in my living room and reading whatever like business or mindset book I'm reading at the moment, um, taking notes in my journal and then, um, meditating for 10 minutes, just 10 minutes, just sitting quietly. And, um, I'll take whatever like intuitive cues I get Mm -hmm. for the day or whether it's like, it's usually around what I want to do in my business. And so I only write down three things that I want to get done that day. And then um, just based on like what I think about during the meditation. And then that that's helped a lot in terms of like not being overwhelmed with like a huge to-do list and uh, yeah. And keeping myself really focused on the important points and being able to run everything off of a more like mm, intuitive slash like manifesting basis rather than okay this is what I need to be doing or I should be doing so I'm going to just try to get everything done if that makes sense yeah it definitely does it's kind of like touching in with your feminine energy in comparison to like a masculine energy um I definitely like the intuitive aspect I think that's something that is lost on a lot of um entrepreneurs because it's just not something that we talk about a lot growing up um at least it wasn't in my family um but really getting in touch with your intuition and trusting your gut. Um, I think that's something that a lot of people don't, don't utilize to their advantage, but it really is something that we should all be doing because we do have the answers to all the questions that we have. We just need to know how to like access them. And meditation is a really great tool for that. Yeah, it definitely is. It can be, it can be intimidating at first, but just, yeah, start slow, start with like a guide like an app, they have a bunch of apps and then it, yeah, it's really nice. It, it's really, um, I don't know. It, it's hard to explain. It's just, it helps during the day. Yeah. It's relaxing. Yeah. It's a really great way to start off your morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found that I cannot meditate at night because no. I like to do it laying down, but I always fall asleep. <laughs> so, and I guess I can't do it too, too early in the morning either. Like I have to have like either some caffeine or I yes. need to be like fully awake before I do it, or I will just fall asleep for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I agree with the, the morning and after a bit of coffee or caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number four. So in an effort for our audience to get to know you a little bit better, my question is if you could have dinner with anyone entrepreneur or not, who would it be? Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, yes. Yes. And she is that? so awesome. Um, I don't know. She's just the best. Like she, I, I don't know. She, 
she's just she's such a champion um you know for for not just women but just everyone and and i don't know like i she's just awesome she i want to read that i haven't read that book the notorious rbg yet but i need to <laughs> um but she just seems awesome she seems so fun uh despite the fact that you know she's a supreme court justice she really seems down to earth and let inaccessible and um that you could really talk to her but i guess was it anyone living or dead? yeah it could okay be. good okay yeah yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> definitely her especially just now I, I saw this amazing like cnn film the other night about her and she's just great i love that yeah, and I love how she's also just a model to so many women of all ages. Mm-hmm. Like, you see little girls dressing up as her for Halloween. <laughs> I want to see that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yes, it's so cute. It's so cute. Well, that is a fabulous answer. Thank you. <laughs> all right, so the final question is, how can our listeners follow and connect with you? So you can basically all my stuff's at alexmortoncreative.com. Um, you can opt into my email newsletter and in doing so I do free website audits. So basically I just record myself using Loom, going over your website and just pointing out any sticky spots or things that can be improved on and I send it over to your email. That is awesome. Everybody take advantage of that. I will be certain to add the link so that you guys can all access it. But otherwise, I wanted to thank you so much, Alex. This was a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much, Hannah. As always, I love talking to you. Yeah. need another guest, I will be here. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And everybody have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the Limitless Millennials podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and head over to iTunes to leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah or today's guest, head on over to www.limitlessmillennials.com. Until next time, friends, keep on living your limitless life.